Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Hey, welcome back here, (laughs) boo-boo. Stop. <laughs> right off the bat. Hi, right everybody. Off the bat. Yep. Yeah. We're uh it's we're wound up. Yeah, I, yes, we are. We just we had a fantastic service. Yeah. Saturday night. Here we are, Saturday night after dark in the Oh my gosh. <laughs> the following Jesus for Jerk Studio. <laughs> so fancy. It is. It is. We got couches. We're gonna get some remodeling done. But it's gonna. We have to raise some funds. Yeah. Or, or, come on, raise some funds. Mean you and I just write a check. Like, let's be honest. These days, that's why it's probably never gonna get done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you honestly? When was the last time you wrote a check? Ooh. Do you still write uh, checks? Extremely rare anymore. Yeah, yeah. Probably like for a kid's photo package at you know one of their JC, athletic JC things. Penny. No, JC Penn, what is wrong with you? Isn't that where, don't they have like the photo studio? I've never done well, it. Well, I'm talking like a varsity photo where they okay. come and take the kids' pictures and team picture and all that. It's sports, so you don't understand. Yeah, what's the sports ball? Is that the one with the, is that the, one with, with the hockey stick? We are so done. <laughs> hockey stick, you actually said something that was halfway intelligent. I remember, I remember many, many, many years ago when you and I were still getting to know each other. And you had invited me into your, what did you call it? The Sunday night uh, community group. Community group. Yes. Um, and I was so grateful. I mean, oh, I, I remember mean, this <laughs> in, in all in all legitimacy. Like I, it was a period of time when I didn't have any like Christian friends. I didn't have any friends. Period. Here in Fort Wayne, and you just invited me and Havana into relationship with people that you have been in relationship with for years. Because I'm a nice guy. Because you you were a nice guy. <laughs> And, and then we got to know each other. <laughs> and so, but here's the funniest part. They were all like sports guys, right? Like, you know, Kylie, your background and they're, they were softball. They were coaches or, yeah. the, you know, all of, all of you guys had kids that played together. Like, it seemed like even that's how you knew each other was because of sports. Yeah, it seemed. for sure. And so I remember I once made a, a joke because uh, everyone's talking about like how they're how much they're traveling for, you know, for their kids' teams and this and how much money. And I made I I meant to tell this joke. I said, my daughter. I mean, Havana was like six at the time, maybe five. Right. I was like, I'm gonna lie to her and tell her she has asthma, so she never asked me to play sports. And how <laughs> and did like, that joke I, land? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna be funny, and everyone in the room was like, Why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you rob her of that opportunity? This guy's evil. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what was your favorite? Um, what hit you tonight during? Yeah, during oh, our man, gathering. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, message. I mean, message was good. Love the propaganda bit. You know, um, I mean, probably one of my one of my favorite rappers right yeah. now is Propaganda. I love listening to him. Yep. If you don't know him, Propaganda, check him out. Spoken word. There's a lot of spoken word. There's a lot of Rap. Christian hip hop. But um, but after the message, man, we we had two really really powerful testimonies tonight and baptisms, and to hear these just just raw young women sharing what they're freshly in the middle of with God transforming their lives uh, has been incredible. Uh, it was it was awesome to see and to see them get baptized was 
I just yeah. I slid up my face. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. But it was a good night. Yeah. No, the same. I mean, it's just the more and more, you know, that we just have people from recovery and people that are coming out of or, you know, meeting Jesus as part of their, you know, addiction or recovery from addiction. Yeah. Um, is crazy powerful. And I, I, you know, over the last several weeks, I just keep thinking as our, almost as our church body changes, um, and and continues to go that route of like the, the broken and the hurting and those that need, I mean, those that Jesus came to love and serve and invite into the kingdom. Like it's, and that's not a pride thing. Like, obviously it's nothing we're doing with any intentionality. Well, I was, really. I, and I was going to, I was going to ask you like, okay, as the pastor of this church, are you like intentionally like marketing to these communities? Because we just, we've been, uh, gro- like that, that's the fastest growing part of our body. It's incredible. Well, I mean, it's relationship, yeah. relationship yeah. with, you know, these recovery ministries. And then really, I think what we hear more and more is just, it's a free and an open space to encounter the Lord. Yeah. And it's not, anything that where there's an expectation on there's no, there's no sense of judgment. Even the, the testimonies tonight were, you could tell they were almost partially ashamed of their past. And it's like, no, nobody here cares. Like we've all pre Jesus had made a mess of our lives. Maybe not addiction, maybe not, but that's what meeting Jesus and having your life changed is all about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and we have, you know, we continue to see people graduating from the program, then continuing on, um, and, and want to be a part of this body. And yeah. so here we are tonight. Well, so that, le- that, that, that leaves us off, uh, in a great spot. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us who is our, uh, wonderful special guest. Special guest. Actually, did that hurt to come out? Oh, oh see, that, she fits right in. That is exactly <laughs> what I was going to start with. This wonderful woman gives me the most crap out of anybody <laughs> that I've ever met in my life. Somebody has <laughs> straight out of New Jersey. Oh, wait, are you from yes. Jersey? Yes. He's from New Jersey. Yeah. Well, why don't you introduce her and then we'll, and then we'll gang up on her. I feel ganged up on all of a sudden. No, a, a graduate, just moved into graduate housing of- About two months I've been there. Two months the, of the Inspiration Ministries that we have a great relationship with who bring people in on Saturday night, Kristen Rackinson. That's me. That's you. And I'm with Hope for Her. We're Hope for a, her. A cutoff of inspiration. Oh, okay. So. We're the women's program. I have to represent Hope, Hope for her. Hope for her. Yeah. So that so it's not just inspiration. It's it's a Yeah. Um Inspiration Ministries is kind of the men's side of things. Okay. And Hope for Her is our women's that they're branching off to be their kind of separate own thing now. Which is is that newer? Like to have a separate title? Yeah. Okay. Well good. See, now I don't feel so <laughs> Why are no. you staring at me like that? <laughs> no, seriously, I, I, to watch your journey yeah. in part on Saturday nights, being a part of the crossing, and to watch what God has done in your life. Like, I just want to hear pre-Jesus, pre-inspiration, I'm sorry, hope for her, uh, hearing some of that story from you, but also just to be able to watch 
you pray for and, 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 and agonize over not having your boys and watching them come on weekend visits. And now they're with you and graduating the program and what all these things that God has redeemed and restored. And now like you're here every Saturday night as a integral part of this body. Um, even after graduate graduating a program is, I mean, it's just beautiful. So why don't you start by, tell us about you, tell us about your journey. Um, and, and share as much or as little as like we, yeah. we share everything. Like we don't, we don't, we don't leave anything on the table. So you can, you can tell whatever you want. Okay. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> what part? Uh, Trenton. Oh, okay. I'm from the other end of the state, you yeah. know, the, the cool end near New York city. Ew. Oh, wow. <laughs> Daggers shot across uh, the room. <laughs> I thought we were together in this. We were until, until he you was supposed Trent. to be the target, not so, me. All right. All right. I take that back. I take that back. Uh, Trends all right. Philly's okay. I feel a sense of relief right now. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I currently was living in Indianapolis for about three years. Uh, I've been in drug addiction for about the past 10, probably. Um, I have three wonderful kids. My daughter will be 14 in June. Wow. Yeah, I'm old. Wow. Old, right? Jeez. <laughs> Um, and then I have two boys. My son just turned eight on Thursday, and my other baby will be four at the beginning of March. Um, I've always had my kids during my addiction. I've always, I mean, during my addiction, I thought I was a good mom because mm. my kids were fed and they had clothes and I was there. I mean, physically, um, mentally, I wasn't there at all. Mm. Um, and around this time last year... I overdosed for the first time, went to jail for the first time, and lost my kids for the first time. And um, my grandmother passed away in March, so it took me a little bit to crawl up out of that hole. Um, but one of my good friends from Philly, actually, her dad works in the men's program, and um, they reached out to me, and she actually personally came and got me. And um, I was just... I was gone. I, I didn't care about anything. My kids were gone. I didn't know who I was anymore because for me, I've been a mother for so long. It, having that identity stripped, you just feel naked all the time and it's not good. I mean, not for where I was at. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so I came to the program willingly. <laughs> I regretted it about a weekend. Um, but I made it. They don't know how, but I did. <laughs> um, I never had guidance really my whole life. Um, my mom, she was good when I was young, but once I uh, became a teenager, I kind of slowly, I have, uh, I'm the oldest out of three, so I slowly became a mother at a young age to my brother and my sister. My mom was great. Um, she's really encouraging. She loves me, but like everyone else, she has her own problems and issues. So, you know, that kind of steered her away from us a little bit. So, uh, growing up, I always had to be that strong person and the, the person that did everything and had to be responsible at 17 for a high schooler and a fifth grader. Um, so when I got to be unresponsible, I just kind of went nuts a little bit. Um, I started off doing pills Slowly pills turned into heroin, and slowly heroin turned into fentanyl. 
And then I just did whatever else I could get my hands on because I didn't really care about anything. Um, but I came to the program. I met amazing women um, that have been through the same struggles that we I've been through. Um, they just they just show you what it's like to have a relationship with the Lord. I grew up Catholic. I went to Catholic school from first to 10th grade. I mean, so I've always known who Jesus was, but to have that personal relationship and that connection with him, I really, I never knew what it was like. <laughs> I've, I've never had that. So just being in a program and being surrounded by women that just want to guide you and genuinely care for you and bring you to the Lord is just, it's, it's pretty amazing. So I'm really grateful for the program. Um, they've done a lot. They've put up with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for me coming to the Lord, because I was in such a dark hole that I was just ready to bury myself in it. And I just, I, I came here and it, I don't know this, this, I, I have, you know, another church that I go to, but Saturday what? night. Yeah. I have a Sunday I'm, church I'm that kidding. I go to. I'm okay? totally kidding. <laughs> they probably dress nicer than we do. <laughs> they definitely do. Oh my God. <laughs> they get fancy over there. Um, but this is actually the first church I've, like you said, I'm comfortable here. And I know that nobody here judges me or holds my past against me right. and just loves me for who I am and welcomes me and enjoys me. And just, we could just all be one and worship the Lord and just have a good time and joke around with each other. And Kylie was really the first person. I, I don't even want to call him a pastor because I don't know if that's a good word for that's him. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Um, um, he was really the first person that just sat and talked to me and kind of, uh, I won't, I don't want to say dumb, dumb it down, but help me understand a lot more than just reading from the Bible and reading the word. I mean, don't get me wrong. I read the word and I try to understand as much as I can, but just talking to you and you making me feel comfortable and I got baptized here and I just, I love it here. So I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Awesome. What is, what did that look like? I mean, being surrounded, coming to this program. I can't imagine from where you were coming into a program, like you said, a weekend, like regretting it. What did that look and feel like? What was that transition for you a week in where it was like, okay, this is really what I, what I need. Honestly, uh, losing my kids was kind of just, was that for me? Yeah. I mean, I came, I, I know that everybody says that you need to be in recovery for yourself, but I feel like in the beginning, everybody has somebody that they're doing it for. And if I didn't yeah. have my kids, I'd still probably be where I was at. So take that motivation initially to, again, being surrounded by a bunch of, of women and people that are pointing you to Jesus. What did that transformation look like then from your Catholic upbringing to a motivation to get your kids back to meeting Jesus. Um, when you asked me to do the table invitation tonight, I was a little nervous and didn't really know what I was going to say because like I said, growing up Catholic, before you go get communion, you have, you're supposed to go to the priest and repent or, you know, 
tell them your sins and he'll tell mm-hmm. you go do five Hail Marys and mm-hmm. six Our Fathers and be so on easy, your way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's a lot different for me. And coming from where I came from, it took me a really long time to let go of that guilt and that shame that I had from losing my kids. Because that was literally the worst thing that probably could have ever happened to me mm-hmm. in my life. Like I, I've always been a mom. So having that identity stripped is like, where do I go to now? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, I'm still working on it a little bit. I mean, every day it gets better. And I know that Jesus died on the cross to forgive me of my sins. And I know he forgives me for everything that I've done, but it's still, sometimes I struggle with it a little bit. Mm. So. Sure. Sure. What is your, what is your mindset? Where does your heart go? What do you default back to on those days when you're struggling? No, intellectually knowing Jesus yeah. and, and all of those things, but like, oh, this is really hard for me today. I mean, like I said, the women that I have in my life right now are really amazing and they help a lot, like a lot. Um, like I said, it's a struggle when you first get in there. Cause I was in there like, tell me I can't do nothing. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a little bit of a struggle at first, but now, I mean, just being there for, I've been here for almost 10 months now. So just having those genuine relationships and it's hard when you come in from somewhere and you're so lost and broken and feel like you don't have anybody. And then as soon as you walk in the door, it's like, everybody's like, come give me a hug. Jesus loves you. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's, it's a little uncomfortable at first and weird, but I mean, just on those days that I don't, I have that support that I know that I could come in contact with and I could call and they could put me in the word and refresh me where I am and refresh me that I'm a new creation in Christ. And no matter what I did or do that, Jesus loves me no matter what. And my sins are forgiven because he died on that cross for me. So I think another one of the things that I've recognized is you and I've developed this relationship is what you're describing. You've gone from the person walking in the door to now I see people looking up to you and you being that person reaching out to new people coming into the program. Has that been an easy transition or do you even recognize it in yourself Um, or? Not sometimes. No. I mean, I know that I am because the girls tell me in the house, you know, they're like, you're an inspiration for me, especially girls that have kids and have that broken relationship with their kids and just want it to be better and want to fix it. Um, it's a little overwhelming at times Mm. because I'm like, I don't know if I want this kind of responsibility. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the girls and I love to pour into them and just be that encouragement for them. But it's, it's a little overwhelming sometimes. Sure. So, you know, just, just from, from where I sit, you know, I, I don't, I don't know you very well. You know, I've been seeing you here for close to a year, but I mean, I just learned your name tonight. I, I'm not the most social <laughs> you person. You don't have to tell everybody no, that. No, I, we're, we're honest here, but I'm not the most social person on, on Saturday nights. You know, I kind of keep to myself and, and, uh, but I, I can tell you, I've seen, even from where I sit, like I've seen that change in you and in your relationship to the other girls where they, yeah, you absolutely like or someone they look up to. And I mean, you can tell that just when the way you all walk into a room. And so that, that's been cool seeing that just like I said, from as someone from outside, right. Yeah. That's been cool seeing that. I'm, I'm more curious, um, about, about your journey, especially being in rehab. You know, I, I, there's always, uh, for most people and it may, and it may not have happened there may have happened. I don't know, but there's, there's usually like a moment or two. That's like, you know, that that's where I 
didn't want to do it, but I persevered. God helped me through. And that was a turning point. Um, there and was, some people don't have that. Some no, people just have like, well, hey, I just every day, little by little. I mean, I, I've had that. I've packed myself up about three times and tried to leave. <laughs> um, but I just knew in that moment that I was packing my stuff up, that if I did that and I actually walked out that door, everything that I've been working for and everything that I want in my life, just it would have been gone for nothing, just for no reason, just because I didn't feel like sticking it out. Mm. And I wanted to be in my pity and wallow in my, you know, self and all that other extra stuff. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, it, in the end, it's really not worth it. So, I mean, I've had the director put my stuff back in the closet when I was trying to pack up. Wow. So she's, like I said, that, I mean, coming to the Lord, that's, it's, it's a big part of my journey. Um, but the, the ministry and the, the staff and the women in the house, they're also a big part of my journey. So, I mean, I'm very, I, I respect everything that they say to me and all that, you know, just pouring into you and teaching you the word as best as they can and just reassuring you every day, like I said, that no matter what you do, Jesus loves you. So, I mean, it's good. The, ha the house is amazing. All the girls are amazing. I mean, you get your your few. But, um, I mean, it's a house full of women, so obviously... They say that about you also. <laughs> I was going to say, you they were a few. Not. <laughs> Just kidding. See, that's the stuff I you give me. I am loved in this you house. You are loved. <laughs> I don't know why. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know why they like me so much. Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, the house altogether is good. It's just, it's just being surrounded by women that, like I said, have came to the Lord and they're all, all the staff has their different things that they bring to the table. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really amazing just being able to grow with them and just watching other women grow and come to the Lord and getting baptized. The two girls that got baptized tonight, mm. you know, they're in the house and they've been there maybe two months you know, so just seeing that that thrive in them and that want to walk with the Lord and have a better life and know that the only way to get that is through Jesus is it's it's pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. As you like you said, transition as a graduate into graduate housing, like there has to be a little bit of I would think I don't know if you want to say fear, because we're not supposed to fear, but like hesitancy uncertainty as you move forward kids are with you yeah and now i at some point not gonna have you have less of the system around you and eventually i'm assuming probably you'll be on your own like is there is there any fear in that or no no i don't have any right now no yeah. Good. Because I know where I stand with the Lord, and oh, yeah. I know that <laughs> that my support system around me is, is going to be good no matter where I go. If I'm in graduate housing or if I leave, we're we're all sisters in Christ, and we stick with each other. So I just I don't I don't really have any fear. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? So we've watched some of the relationships in your life um, be restored with your kids and and so forth. What about you? Talked about your siblings and your mom and like what what are, are there other relationships that have shifted now that you've met Jesus now that you're clean now um my sister is actually in addiction as well um I pray for her every day she's she's trying to get it together um I don't talk to her as much because I think that 
um, she kind of wishes she was further along than what she is. And I keep trying to steer her to the Lord. I mean, she believes in Jesus, but like I said, growing up, we never had that relationship. So I'm just waiting on her to get that relationship for everything to change. Um, my brother, I love him. He's amazing. My little brother, he's a 22. He's a good kid. Um, my mom, I talk to her every day. She still has her issues and stuff like that, but she reassures me every day how proud she is of me and just, you know, that I'm doing the right thing and she's just, she's proud. So I can't really complain too much. That's awesome. Yeah. What's, I mean, so what's like, what's next? Like what, where, where, where do you feel like the Lord has taken you? Not just like practically in life, but even like in your walk with him, like where, where, where are you, Christian, where are you going? (laughs) Um, Honestly, I, I want to stay connected to the house and I want to, I want to serve more of the women that come in and I, I just, I want to be able to pour into them as much as I can. I mean, I still would like to have my life, you know, hopefully get married one day. (laughs) You can relay that message downstairs when you go. (laughs) We'll find you a nice boy. (laughs) Um, but I just, I don't know. I, like, it's a little overwhelming, I said at mm-hmm. first, you know, just to have that kind of responsibility and, and women that are, some are older than you and some are younger than you. And you got women telling you, you know, you're an inspiration to me and I look up to you that are older than you. And I'm like, really? Mm. You sure? Um, so I just, I just want to, I just want to serve the Lord. That's pretty much about it. I just, I just want other people to be able to have a life that I have now. And I just, I want people to be free and happy and just, you know, I I don't, it's different when you have a relationship with the Lord. Like I, I have, I have worries, but I know that whatever path he got me going on, it's not a bad one. So, I mean, I just let it go. Mm. Let go, let God, right? Mm. (laughs) Wow. That's cool. A lot of, um, a lot of our listeners are, you know, maybe they don't, uh, they, they may be in a, in a similar boat as your mom or your family around you, or, you know, they're, they're having to walk through with someone in, in active addiction. Uh, as you think about like where you were 10 months ago, right? I, hey, my life is, I, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the edge of something changing, right? Like what, what, what advice would you give to, uh, to someone who's in that, who's like, who's witnessing that, right? Maybe, maybe it's a sibling like one of yours. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's someone in, in, you know, that they've been in a relationship with or someone that I work with. That's like, Hey, they're, they're about to change their life. They're want it. They're, they're going after it. How, how can we support those people? I mean, I just feel like loving and encouraging people and letting them know that they're forgiven because when you walk through addiction, you do a lot of things that you do that you wouldn't do if you were sober. Yeah. Um, so just letting them know that that guilt and that shame that they feel Jesus forgave them. So they need to forgive themselves. Mm. Um, and the, uh, see, I'm not really good with Bible quotes, but what's the Matthew one that says, knock and the door will be open and yeah. seek and you shall find. Yeah, you, nailed it. you nailed it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, um, I pretty much, that was, um, I have that on my wall at my house and I just feel like if you want something bad enough, the Lord will give it to you. If you work through it and you just stay on the right path and 
you just do what he wants you to do. The Lord always got a path for you. And like I said, I know that the one that he puts us on is is not bad. So. Yeah, that's awesome. What, uh. What what else what else do we need to know about you? What favorite like any weird foods you like? No. No. Well, okay. I'm actually okay. very picky. Oh. I'm very picky eater. I don't eat seafood. None of it. I don't like any at all. Of it. No. Ugh. None of it. All right. Um, I might smell my food before I eat it. What? That's a bad habit I'm trying to break. Each bite. Yeah. What What are you smelling for? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's just a habit that I do. Huh. Like you get a large fry from McDonald's. Each fry gets a snack. Maybe not each fry, okay. but um, okay. maybe about fifty. <laughs> uh, maybe like sixty percent. Okay. How, what What does it take for you to? Oh no, I'm not eating that. I don't know. Okay. I never had one of those before. Oh, okay. okay. McDonald's fries. You had no, one no, of no, those not, not McDonald's fries. I mean, just be like, <laughs> like they're all what, the same. What, Chris. Do you, what do you have to they're smell to say no? I'm not. Touch, I'm not doing this. Seafood. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your greatest childhood memory? Uh, I would say anything that has to do with my grandma. Mm. Um, my aunt actually too. She passed away in uh, uh, 2010. Um, she was also she struggled with addiction. Mm. Um, but she was my best friend when growing up. Um, she was, like I said, an active addiction, but she would give the person the shirt off her back if she, she could. Um, so just pretty much anything with them. They're both gone now. So just anything with them would be yeah. pretty much about it. Well, I just want to encourage you that, I mean, we, we said it all throughout this, this episode, but watching your transformation, watching your growth, watching how you've matured. Um, other than how you speak to me, which we need to work on a little it's bit. It's not going to change. <laughs> pray about it. God loves you just the way you are. Don't, pray so you don't have it. to change. You just said pray about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We're getting off the rails, but no, it, honestly, like it is, I am so encouraged by everybody that walks in here and walks through this program. But I think you have been one of the highlights um, of, of just, Watching each step, like I said, it's not just your own personal growth, but watching and having conversations about not being able to see the boys and then, you know, watching your disappointment as they leave from a visit here in this building to, to watching the joy of you having them and how God has led you. And I'm super excited that you're a part of this. I'm super excited, excited to know you and I'm, I'm, really jacked up about your future and what yeah. God's going to continue to do yeah. through, in you and through you. I'm going to need that recording sent to me, what he just said. <laughs> You're going to make it your ringtone? <laughs> just in case he gives me crap one day. <laughs> Kylie, can we have more guests from Jersey? See? No. Please? Let's talk about Indiana drivers. Oh my gosh, do you goes. have a problem with Indiana drivers <laughs> as um, much as I do? Okay, so being I'm from New Jersey, I never had my license before. Oh. Because I've never needed it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I am a current holder of a permit, though. I would like to put that yeah. out well there. Well done, well done. So, I went to go take my driver's test yesterday. And? And it might have been at 4 o'clock instead of 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you're still a permit holder. So I'm still a proud permit holder until March 11th when I go take my test again. Well, let me let me tell you a couple things. Okay, when you do get your license, you're gonna hate it. Okay, because uh, you know in Jersey you can like, oh, okay, there's a there's a semi in this lane. A what? A semi truck? A truck? A semi? Okay, or semi. a semi? Semi? Are you a grammar What's... instructor? Wow! <laughs> I got your back. I've never heard it called a semi. Thank you, Chris. Ever? And it'll be in this lane, and in this lane, it'll be like two cars, and you're like, "Oh, I should get in the lane behind the two cars because surely that's going to go faster than this big giant eighteen wheeler." No, the truck does. I've drove on the highway oh my before. Gosh. Yeah, it's pretty. Drives me crazy. I don't have patience for it. And then I was also told and I can't pray for issue. patience. And so. there is the issue. East Coast lacking patience. I don't see a problem. With I'm that. just kidding. When I tell people that I've never done. had a license, they are like, are you serious? I'm like, I never needed it in New yeah. Jersey. I could walk everywhere. Yeah. And we have public transportation. On that note, everybody. Jeez. <laughs> Well, uh, before we before we offend everybody, who's go who's yours, right? Is that what it's called? Who's yours? Oh my gosh! <laughs> is, that, is, that what it's uh, is that what it's called? Hoosiers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know what I meant, though. They know oh, what I, I mean. I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm never gonna say Hoosier uh, again. It's Hoosiers. <laughs> I was close. Listener, if you've made it all the way to the end, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> you just experienced quite a treat. Well, Kristen, thank you again. This was yes. uh, wonderful having you on. And uh, now I know your name. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so when I come next Saturday, I'm, I'm going to need say you. Kristen. Is it, uh, is it short for Christopher Nin? We're going to do that again. Um, I don't stop. think we made that joke before. Stop. I don't think we were recording. Just <laughs> I, needed to make that, I needed to make that joke on just, the recording. Just stop. It's so good. Just, just stop. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do this again. Bye. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.